Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. You have no choice but to do it. In John 13, verses 34 and 35, we read, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. My parents were the law of the home. I cannot recall any time that there was a rule or an expectation that was negotiable. It was always what they say that me and my sister had to do. Of course, we were not perfect, and so there were times when we did not do as was told, and there were painful consequences. But you grow older, and you realize that that was the principle of legalism. There is a rule, and if you break it, there are consequences. What that does is to elevate the rule to a place of absolute, a place where it is non-negotiable. And those who make that rule know fully well that there will be times when the rule is broken, but because the rule is so important, the consequence has to be applied when the rule is broken so that the rule is honored. Hmm. Jesus laid down a rule of love and the consequence was unusual. We are in the season of love, so let us focus on love today. The timing of this new commandment was deliberate. For three and a half years, Jesus had a team of 12 guys who went with him everywhere he went. Well, there were some specific times that he took the famous three with him, but for the most part, the 12 were with him all the time. On this occasion, when they were gathered to celebrate the Passover, the 12 were with him. It was a somber night and nothing like they had had before. First, they got through the traditional celebration of the Passover meal. Then he introduced to them a new covenant activity, communion. They had no idea this was on the agenda, and so they had this added and were instructed in the significance of this new meal and made to understand that they should do it as often as possible. Then another surprise. He took off his coat, got a basin of water, and began to wash their feet now, this was usually a courtesy extended to guests once they entered your house, and it is done by a servant. They had been eating for a while, and here comes the master doing a servant's job, and so late in the evening. They soon found out that he was introducing to them a second new thing. They should be as servants and do it to each other, and that they would be blessed when they do it. Judas left. This is significant, not only because he was going to execute his betrayal plans, but because there was a third new thing that Jesus was about to introduce, and it was not something that Judas was going to participate in. You see, this new thing required people of bond. It required a certain element of brotherly connection. They were soon to find out that this thing was a family imperative, a characteristic that would indicate who they are. It was a commandment of love. Jesus introduced a new thing, but he called it a commandment, which means that it was non-negotiable and it was an all-season commandment. Love one another. That is easy. We've been together for all this time, so it is understood that we love each other. Jesus was not talking about the love that makes us be part of the group for a time. This time he was 
elevating love to a special height. He was not just encouraging them to love each other. No, 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 no. This brand of love is not circumstantial because we are part of the same group. This love is not because you and I are of the same race of the, or of the same ethnicity or the same denomination and social and economic club. This love transcends all of that. This love has to be a commandment because you can easily devalue this kind of love and form cliques and subgroups. And before you know it, this brand of love would be just like every other love based on choice. Jesus explained it to them. First, the command part, love one another. Three powerful words were spoken that left no room for negotiation and no room for assessment and discrimination. Did you hear what he said? He was talking to 11 of his devout followers all this while Judas was gone, because as we know, Judas could not and did not get a chance to participate in this love experience. But the master could have left it there. But there was a second part of this announcement. It was a part of the model. Jesus said to them, you must love one another how the way I have loved you. This leaves no room for modification. We have seen how Jesus loved these guys for three and a half years. And now he is saying, that is the model I want you to function by. This group of guys was diverse in many ways. Jesus said, love the diversity in the group that you are. Just the way I have modeled love for you, no discrimination, no preferential treatment, no variation. Finally, the consequence was clear. When, not if, but when you love each other like I have loved you, when you are willing to wash each other's feet, when you are willing to forgive each other over and over again, when you are willing to see each other like family, like I taught some time ago, then you will be showing this love. And that is going to be the identification of this group that you are my disciple. Wow! It is not the denomination that you're a part of. It is not the color of your skin or the racial group you identify with. Rather, people will know that all of you, regardless of differences, that you are my disciple simply by the love you have for each other. In other words, be ready to love every follower of Jesus. No questions asked. You do that and you are representing me to the world in the best form as a God of love.